Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. Barbara Hauer was not the sort of woman the people of Frederick could easily ignore. Born in Lancaster, Pennsylvania in 1766, to parents who had survived a tough voyage from the German Palatinate, she was nine when the revolution broke out and 14 when a neighbor was hanged in the public square for being a loyalist. Barbara was a patriot who, it was said, had entertained George Washington himself. She was also independent. Only at 40 did she finally marry, and then she chose John Fritchie, 14 years younger and son of the hanged loyalist neighbor. When John died in 1849, Barbara lived on in her house at the edge of town as a dignified widow of keen mind and sharp tongue. She attended the Evangelical Reformed Church every Sunday and doubtless showed the flag on the 4th of July. So her life progressed until the summer of 1862, when beautiful, staid, prosperous Frederick was suddenly turned on its head. On September 6th and 7th, thousands of dusty, foul-smelling Confederate infantry suddenly filled the streets and shops. And the rebels, fresh from their victory at Second Bull Run, were not shy about telling Union citizens what they thought of them. Their commander, the redoubtable Stonewall Jackson, came into town Sunday evening, fell asleep in church, and left the next morning, taking his regiments with him. As the gray columns tramped west out Patrick Street, heading toward South Mountain and Harper's Ferry, several officers tied Union flags to their horses' tails and dragged them through the dust. Suddenly, an old woman rushed out of her house, shook her long, bony hands at them, and cursed them for degrading the flag. Some thought it was Barbara Fritchie. A few days later, the Army of the Potomac thundered into Frederick, and Barbara waved her flag at the boys in blue as they followed the rebels west to Sharpsburg. A few days later, Frederick's churches and schools overflowed with wounded. For months, the great battle at Antietam was all the people of Frederick could talk about. They were still talking about it in December, when at the age of 97, Barbara Fritchie died. A year passed. Stories grew. Washington novelist Emma Southworth wrote a letter to her friend John Greenleaf Whittier, relating a tale of heroism in Frederick just before the battle. The Atlantic Monthly paid Whittier $50 that October for a poem entitled Barbara Fritchie. It was an account of those mad days in September of 62, in which Stonewall Jackson, at the head of his men, spotted an old woman waving a Union flag from her attic and ordered his men to shoot it down. In reply, she delivered a withering blast of her own. Shoot if you must, this old gray head, but spare your country's flag, she said. Southerners were apoplectic. Northerners flocked to Frederick to see that attic window and pester Barbara's neighbors with questions. Jacob Engelbrook, who lived just across Patrick Street, exploded in frustration. The poem is not true, he insisted. For three days I was looking at the rebel army passing the door, and should anything like that have occurred, I am certain someone in our family would have noticed it. Barbara's house was torn down in 1869, but the controversy raged on. Did she actually do it? no one really knew. Union and Confederate generals were called upon as witnesses. Mrs. Thomas J. Stonewall Jackson herself waded in to assure everyone her husband would never shoot a lady. But in 1892, another novelist, Carolyn Wells Dahl, said she'd found evidence that Barbara had been Whittier's defiant heroine, and the story took on new life. In 1926, Barbara's house was rebuilt as a museum. In 1943, Winston Churchill stood in front of it and recited Whittier's poem. Dwight D. Eisenhower and Theodore McKeldin dropped by in 1952. The legend of Barbara Fritchie was proving to be as durable and determined as old Barbara Hauer herself. Mm-hmm.